everybody. Welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our, say it with me, who are we? Well, my name is Evan William Crock, and this is my trusty co-also host. I'm Josh. Are we supposed to sing that part? I, I did. No. <laughs> well, you were having saying sing it with me, like say it with me. Oh, I'm just going to... I'm going to add in all of our fans that said it at the same time as us. <laughs> okay, thanks, Bob. Well, Call anyway. My by my first name. Bob, that's your dad's name. This is a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Josh and I are best friends. We've been best friends since high school. We were acquaintances in middle school. We don't talk about that part a lot because it didn't really... Eh. We yeah. talked about it once. We did, and it, eh, eh. Anyway, we visit movies from our childhood, and then we watch them through fresh 32-year-old eyes to see whether or not they've aged well or they've aged poorly. At the end of these episodes, we give them a rating of either Be Kind and Rewind or Eject and Reject, denoting whether they're worth your time or whether they're simply a wreck. <laughs> Jigglypuff is not the best character in Super Smash. I don't understand why you... Well, you would continue to say that when you, I just I can't I can't get over our first middle school interaction. Okay, so in in back in the N sixty four and GameCube days, there was no way to patch characters. There was no way to buff them or nerf them. It's a stagnant game. It's measurable. It's measurable that Jigglypuff is top tier. Uh, I, I don't know. Wait a minute. What's that? There's somebody else who could maybe break this stalemate. Oh my goodness gracious me. Welcome to the podcast, Macklin Jacob Zilber. A new challenger approaches. <laughs> uh, had to bring in the smash. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, Jigglypuff was an interesting case because I think if I were in middle school at the same time as you guys, though I think I would have been like eight when you guys were in middle school, so it would have been kind of weird for me to be playing video games with you guys. Uh, <laughs> I was very anti-Jigglypuff when Super Smash 64 was out. Oh my god. Uh, but, you know, in the years since, I've come to realize that it is a little bit overpowered in that particular game once you learn to play uh, Jigglypuff properly. What's oh. overpowered about Jigglypuff? Josh, I mean, what is that? The, the that down I hear? B is a little OP. What oh, is the Josh. down B? The down oh. B is like a one-hit KO, my dude. Well, that's the thing where he fall, uh, where the Jigglypuff falls asleep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't anyway, know, but it falls asleep. Well- <laughs> <laughs> okay, welcome to the podcast, Macklin. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah. Excited to bring my fresh, young, 28-year-old eyes to liven up uh, the tired 32-year-old eyes uh, that you mentioned <laughs> oh, earlier. There's something about having fresh and young in the same sentence. <laughs> it's just... Well, this this podcast, the more we do it, the more and more I realize things like like our catchphrase is nostalgia baby and nostalgia bone. And can we choose one? <laughs> can we just eliminate one and choose one? Which Let's one do is efficient. better, though? I don't know which one is better. <laughs> like, what Probably, would you? Oh God! Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll table that. We should table that for our next yeah, Discord we'll discussion. Well, Macklin, do you do you want to tell the folks a little bit about like? Your relationship to us, like just a quick 30-second intro of yourself for for the people? 
Yeah, so I've known Evan since I was probably about 13 or 14. Uh, he was a student at College of Marin, and my mom was a yep. drama teacher of his. Um, and uh, we ended up acting in some plays together. Um, we did some improv together um, and sort of kept in touch through college and uh, that sort of thing. And then kind of lost touch for a few years there. And uh, in uh, 2015, when uh, Evan was getting married, I met Josh for the first time uh, in uh, sort of a very a way to become friends with someone very quickly, which was that we planned Evan's bachelor party together. And we yes, you crazy did. Holy ad- shit. But we really, I mean, it wasn't just a bachelor party. We mapped out. I mean, you wrote a script for a scavenger hunt and I got together items like it was it was quite an investment of time and energy and love. It was kind of I, a quest more than anything yeah, really, else. It really was. That was something that you, I mean, you both, I think I've told you both this, like you could make a business out of that. I mean, it was incredible. The amount of like detail and the quest. Yeah. It had a very questish nature. You both gave me way more like love and attention on that than I, than I could ever pay back. I really appreciate you both for that. Um, but this podcast isn't about appreciation of friends. This podcast is about no, old movies. not at all. Macklin, you want to tell the folks what you picked for us to watch this week? I picked a, a Chinese ghost story, the Sui Hark animation. Um, and the name is long because there is apparently a very popular series of movies in uh, Hong Kong called A Chinese Ghost Story, directed by a guy named Sui Hark, that are live action. And for some reason, when he made an animated version of his film, he decided to call it the Sui Hark animation, even though he directed all of the live action versions as well. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I used to go to uh, the local VHS store, Silver Screen Video, R.I.P. And uh, oh, I would ask, "Hey, do you guys silver have screen. Yeah, and I would say, "Hey, do you guys have Dragon Ball Z in yet?" And they'd be like, "No, but we've got this uh, movie, a Chinese ghost story. It's basically the same thing." And I'd be like, "Okay, I guess I'll rent that again. <laughs> but could you guys please order in Dragon Ball <laughs> Z next time?" And they'd be like, "No, we're not going to do that." And so I watched this movie probably five or ten times as a kid, but I forgot its name. I forgot everything except for sort of one key plot point and years later i kind of googled like what was that movie where this happened and eventually yeah. tracked it down um but uh yeah it had been probably 10 15 years since i had really given this film any thought oh my god so, so uh, this was this was a film that you were you, this was your 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 waiting like your 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 alley you know the one that you had to watch because you didn't have the thing that you wanted available so you just watched it over and over again right exactly yeah and we didn't have tv in my house so i couldn't watch dragon ball z on tv so this was my only anime outlet and it's not even really (laughs) anime like it's not we'll get into that later but (laughs) yeah i mean that that is an amazing when you told me that story i was like okay we have to do that one for this podcast because this is a thing, and we we talked about this a few days ago, Macklin. Like, this is not a problem that people experience anymore. Everything that comes out will always be available in some way or another, like Amazon Prime, Hulu, HBO Max, whatever. 
Like this is yeah. not a problem that kids are ever going to have. But this was this was a thing we've talked about it before on the the podcast. Like, what do you have access to? And that has inspired. You know, that's why we watched the Avengers, the the 1997 version. It wasn't because that's a particularly good movie. It's just because it's like, well, what do I have on the shelf at home? I just particularly like this situation because it's shaped by a by a a video. What is it? A silver screen silver employee? Silver screen video, dude. <laughs> Just somebody yeah. that's like, get the, get out of here, kid. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. when, watch a Chinese part. ghost story again. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I know. They're like, they would have made money off of me if they had just ordered all of the Dragon Ball Z VHSs at some point in time. But they, this Also, why part. wouldn't they have ordered them? Yeah, Come I don't on. know. It was I mean, that was, that was hugely popular. Like, I don't understand why they just were like, ah, this one looks Asian. Just give it. Just give them this one. We already have this one. Oh, my God. Anyway, Josh, do you want to hit them, hit our fine folks with a synopsis of a Chinese ghost story? The Sui Hart yeah, animation? Sure. You know, I've got two loaded. I've got a one-sentence one and then a three-sentence one. Okay. I'll go with the three-sentence. Here we go. A young man named Ning wanders through China as a debt collector. When his work takes him to a city full of ghosts, he falls in love with one. At the same time, two competing Ghostbusters are after him in order to rid China of ghosts. Can Ning avoid them and still win his ghost girlfriend's love? Oh my god. Fair, fair Wait, I don't even know. I don't even know what I read. Does that make sense to anybody? I mean, yeah, I guess so. So I, but I didn't know. So, I mean, probably pretty obvious, but I, I, my childhood experience of this movie is not one. Um, we, we had all the Dragon, like we had TV in our house. So I was able to watch Dragon Ball Z on Toonami. I don't think I've ever really had an experience like Macklin did where they were like, eh, just watch this instead. It's also anime. Like I, I've always had access to the cream of the crop. I might have had an experience like that, but I'm I I we would have to figure out what it is before I remember it. Because I yeah. is this just the situation with this if if you've seen Dragon Ball Z then you haven't seen this movie and vice versa? I, I don't know. I mean, cuz cuz I'm in a similar boat. I could watch DBZ so I didn't see this. The only thing that's even close to that is like when I, one time and this is also silver screen video story is me and my older brother brendan we were looking for an animated movie and we couldn't find it but then we just plucked off the shelf we were like ah this one is also animated whatever we'll watch it and my my parents were like yeah okay whatever and that movie was watership down which if you don't know what i'm talking about do not show your children (laughs) watership (laughs) down you know did you ever see watership down no Oh, it's like a terrifying movie about rabbits that live in a forest, but it is really brutalistic and like there's, it's just, it's almost like a horror movie. Maybe I have seen it. Yeah. Watership Down, I think, and I'm not alone. I think a lot of people that I've talked to, it it ruined their childhood. So anyway, (laughs) that's another one where it's like, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but my brother and I watched it fascinated not necessarily entertained but definitely we learned something macklin i'm curious because i mean it's it's already clear that evan and i are coming into this pretty fresh what do what 
what did you hang on to the most like when you were watching this as a kid yeah, so I only really remembered the end of the film, like, uh, and I know how much detail we're going to get into in describing the plot later, um, so stop me if I'm not supposed to, like, you know, say anything, but no, 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 it's it, okay. essentially, at the end of the film, there's this scene where there are all these hammers called void hammers that are going to knock out your memory, and if you get past all the void hammers, you can get reincarnated without losing your memories, and these two lovers are trying to get through the void hammers without losing their memory, and one one of them wakes up with his memories, finds this baby, and thinks that his lover didn't avoid the void hammers, and then gets peed on, and he's really sad, uh, and you know thinks that that's his lover is just this young now male baby, and uh, then he finds her, and finds that they both you know ended up not getting reincarnated, uh, and uh, I remembered that ending, but I remembered almost nothing else except I had this recollection, which makes sense huh. watching it again, you know, makes sense that like a 10, 12-year-old kid would think. Like, I had this recollection of, like, oh, it was this really epic action movie. Um, but right. I didn't really remember what happened until that end. And I remembered it being very visually kind of uh, stimulating and interesting. But that was about all that had stuck with me. Do you have a, like, a long-standing worry of, like, losing your memory or amnesia or any of those things <laughs> that derive from this film? <laughs> It's the only thing you took from it. Like, I don't know. That happens to me. Whitehammers. I think what was interesting to me about it even then was I was like, wait, if you can avoid the void hammers and get reincarnated with your memories, wouldn't there like wouldn't that just be a known thing in the world? Like, hey, this guy's lived three lifetimes and has the memories of all of them. Like, you know, he's really good at avoiding those void hammers. Like, you'd think that you wouldn't expect to be the first person to ever do that. I remember that always sticking with me. Oh, that's that's so interesting. Well, in in terms of like I I looked up the production back history for this movie. Um, it it took four years for them to make it. For for the people who have never seen it, which is probably a lot of you, um, this movie has a lot of that like '90s um, CGI where it, it's like um, reboot or Transformers almost, where the the 3D models are very like stagnant and they, it's almost like cell shading yeah kind of like cell shade i mean they they superimpose um hand-drawn animation on top of the the cgi elements so it's a little bit of like a fusion thing but it took four years for them to make it um it debuted Jesus. at the at the toronto international film festival uh, it's based on a short story and i'm gonna absolutely really? butcher this uh nie xiao kian from an ancient Chinese literary work, Strange Stories from a Chinese Studio by Pu Songling. Um, and the reviews were generally positive. It, it won some awards at the Asia Pacific Film Festival. It won the Best Animated Feature at the Golden Horse Film Festival. Um, and Variety, which is the only review that I could find like locally, said that it was a considerable accomplishment, reasonably fluid, colorings are vivid, and backgrounds have a fragility that recalls Chinese landscapes, though in an accessible, unscholarly way. Running time could easily take a few trims without losing much. 
And um, that was something that sort of shocked me, by the way, was that back... Th- I mean, because watching this now, it's sort of jarring to see these hand-drawn animations over kind of what looks like bad CGI. But that at right. the time, this was considered a visual accomplishment. Um, even though now you would probably never mix those two mediums in quite the way that they did it. And it makes sense that as a kid, I thought, wow, this is visually amazing. Even if now I'm like, whoa, that's a bit strange to see anime superimposed over bad CGI realism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and we'll when we're we'll we'll get into our our experience of watching it now, but definitely this one does deserve the uh, the patented tapes 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 award for being a CG eyesore. Um, we'll, oh, we haven't handed out one of those in a while. Yeah, we we have not. I think the last one that we had that I can remember was like Shrek was a little bit on the cusp of being a CG eyesore. Like Titan A E or something. Yeah, Titan A was was pretty rough as well. Well, anyway, eh. we're gonna take a short break, and we'll be right back with our current experience of watching a Chinese ghost story, the Sui Heart animation, right after this. Hey y'all! Season three is here, and we are extremely proud to now be sponsored by Audible. Audible is the leading platform for audiobooks. If you're listening to this podcast, we know you love having entertainment shoved into your ear holes. And Audible has a nearly endless catalog, including podcasts, theatrical performances, comedy, and Audible originals you won't hear anywhere else. Download Audible on the platform of your choice. Listen to titles on or offline. You can even listen on one device and resume listening on another device at the exact same spot. Want to listen to the audiobook of Matilda by Roald Dahl, featured on episode 36? Of course you do. Then visit audible.com slash tapes, tapes, tapes for a free trial. You'll be supporting the show and getting your nostalgia fix. Once again, that's audible.com slash tapes, tapes, tapes for your first free audiobook. Thanks, loyal listeners. All right, now let's get back to the show. Hey everybody! I welcome, you share them. welcome back! Welcome back to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes podcast about old movies from our childhood. Um, so, a Chinese ghost story, the Sui Hark animation. So, Mac, how long has it been since you've seen this movie? Probably at least fifteen years, maybe longer. Okay, so you you have not watched it since you were a kid. No, I didn't even know. Like, I couldn't. I didn't even know the name until recently. Like, I knew I had watched a movie like this, but I had lost yeah. the name to time. I thought forever. Yeah. Well, uh, those are fun. Uh, yeah, it, it is fun to to revisit ones that are that are way old like that. Um, I guess I'll I'll be I'll be brief with with my <laughs> review of this movie. Watching it now, I mean, going into it. I when Mac because Macklin gave us this option and another one I can't remember what the other one was. Um, you I didn't get an option. You just sent me a link and said we're doing this. Yeah, because when he sent me this one, I watched the trailer for it on YouTube, and and he had told me already the story about like silver screen video being like Dragon Ball Z. No kid, you get this. I was like, okay, we've got to do that one. Um, so I knew that I was in for like a pretty wild ride. Um, but I don't know that I could have quite predicted just how much of like a fever dream this movie <laughs> is. I mean, you're you're dropped in, and the the main character Ning is his name mm-hmm. is like is like being chased through the clouds by a huge CGI dragon 
There's no context given. He's just chasing after a woman who's in the background. And like, I just was like, I don't even know what is happening. And then that basically continued to the rest of the movie. Like, I I honestly didn't even know what this movie was about until Josh read the synopsis <laughs> earlier. Like I don't even I I didn't I know that know. he was a debt collector. I guess I kind of knew that that he was chasing after his girlfriend and that instead he fell in love with this other woman ghost. Um but I I mean I did not know at all what was happening. Like all of a sudden there were these ghost hunters that were like dueling ghost hunters and it was really weird, and the English dub is the version that we watched because we we were only able to find this on YouTube. You can go and watch the whole movie on YouTube, um, and the English dialogue is so strange. I honestly, if I didn't know any better, I would think that the English voice actors didn't even have a script. It was almost like they were mystery science theater three thousand ding it. Throughout the whole thing, they were just like, oh, you're leaving me now. Oh, my gosh. Where am I falling to? Like, I I had that every- same thought because when you read the synopsis on Wikipedia, by the way, there are things in that synopsis that, like, didn't happen in the English dub of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just dubbed, in some yeah. cases, like, different plot points. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I don't know. What, I mean, maybe... Maybe they really tried to simplify it because they were like, we don't understand. Like, we didn't really get a good translation of the Chinese, of the Cantonese text. So we'll just kind of make the best of it. Um, but yeah, it was it was bizarre. Like, it was such a weird movie to watch, and I felt so bad for little Macklin who just wanted to watch Dragon Ball Z and was kind of <laughs> shouldered. With this instead. <laughs> I mean, not that this is, like, the worst thing I've ever seen. But it's, I mean, it's not Dragon Ball Z. Like, at least Dragon Ball Z, even though the, the story is not particularly complex, it has, like, a followable story. <laughs> and, and like, a world that you can understand. Um, anyway, somebody else talk. <laughs> Macklin, how was it? Yeah, so it, all of these years later, it was definitely a, I think a fever dream is an appropriate d- description. You know, I think it wasn't until about 12, 15 minutes into the movie that we even find out the main character's name. Um, like he starts out in this dream, running away from this dragon. He immediately wakes up and is broken up with by his girlfriend, but like she's like, I'm getting married to another person, and he's like, what? But I thought our love is solid gold, which is the name of his dog, which is very strange. And then she's <laughs> like, yeah, but I'm dog. marrying for love, not money. And then <laughs> almost immediately he goes off on a quest and finds these... Uh, ghost hunters uh like no context and only maybe 15 20 minutes in do we have any idea who this guy is what his name is that type of thing um the other thing that i'm curious whether they added in after the fact is there are like three or four songs throughout the movie that are like the most that are in english yeah, they're in English. They're the most on-the-nose songs for what they're trying to describe <laughs> that I've ever seen. Like the yes. that final song with the strong guy. Yeah, where he's boyfriend. just like, "I am the greatest. I am the strongest. Who 
would ever dare defy me? And every one of them is like that. Like Redbeard <laughs> shows karaoke. up. And he's like, I am the meanest. I am the toughest. Like it's just look, their look, I want song is like, I, here is my caricature of who I am. <laughs> I know we've done karaoke a couple times, uh, all of us together, but yes. next time we have the chance, uh, Macklin, I think you've got I think you've got some tracks picked. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, you don't have the songs from a Chinese ghost story, a Sui Hark animation? We will take our business <laughs> the elsewhere. English dub. <laughs> the English dub. <laughs> um, yeah, but, and, and I agree with Evan that there, there clearly must be some plot points that get lost in the translation. Uh, one thing that stri- two things that strike me in terms of things that just must be incorrect translations is there's a point early on where his, the female ghost that he falls in love with is hanging from a thing and he's holding onto her hand and she's like, I can't fly! If you let me go, I'll die! And then she flies like many times throughout the course of the rest of the movie. Yeah, she <laughs> only flies! She does! I, then, like, I didn't even catch that. She, like, only flies, I she, thought. She, like, only flies. And then, like, there's <laughs> another point in the film. You know, there's a, there's two competing teams of ghost hunters. One is this guy named Redbeard. And, like, yes. you know, he... At, it's one, at a certain point, like, he gets convinced. He's, like, the good guy ghost hunter. And he gets convinced not to kill uh, the love interest ghost. But then later he's on the train with all the spirits who are going to be reincarnated. And he's, like, not interested in killing any of them. And they never, like like explain on camera his change of heart and like the wikipedia synopsis says he decided that he's not gonna kill good spirits only evil ones but like they never say that out loud in the dub um josh what did you think oh boy uh i absolutely loved watching oh my god (laughs) i well be i had i i i don't want to you know repeat too much of what you guys said but I had no idea what was going on in this movie the entire time I was watching. <laughs> I I was watching it just there I, I think I got like as soon as that first scene hit where we're I understand like, you know, sometimes you got to start your story in the middle like cuz that's where it's interesting, but they were starting like 5 eighths of the way into another plot that they weren't telling. <laughs> And yeah. I was just like, whoa, 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 back up. And they didn't. They never did. It just kept going. And yes. so I just let go of any any, any possibility of understanding really what's going on because it was, we went from a romance to like everybody's demon hunters and spirit hunters so quickly that it was, all I could do was enjoy it for its bizarreness. Um, while I was watching it, I wrote down all of the animes that I thought it was like. Yes. I was like, why aren't I just watching this? The first one I wrote was Miyazaki because this movie is pretty much spirited away. Yeah. Yep. Mm, I had that thought. It's pretty, it's, it's, if not completely. And there's also like elements of Pokemon, Inuyasha, He-Man, Tenchi Muyo, Yu-Gi-Oh! I actually didn't write DBZ because it felt a little too like out of this world. I didn't really want to watch a lot of anime when I was a kid. I just wanted to go for what I liked. So watching this was almost like watching a best of of a lot of animes. (laughs) But also really bizarre, and the lines make no sense. So I just had a blast. Like when the bearded guy is like doing his moves, and he's going strike again, strike again. Like they say all the moves that they're yeah, doing. Yeah, that's a lot. And like there's this other anime, there's like this, Naruto or something. Well, 
Josh, like I understand what you're saying, but I had the opposite reaction. <laughs> because <laughs> I you, don't blame you. When you were like listing, oh yeah, it's like Spirited Away. It's like all these other things. I was like, yeah, and I wish I was just watching those. Like I just wish I was watching Spirited Away or or even like Howl's Moving Castle. There was this little like flame spirit that kept on flirting with the dog. You know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. And I was like, oh, there's like sexy Calcifer. Oh, okay. I guess I just wish I was watching Billy Crystal as Calcifer. <laughs> like, I, I, I did not have, you know, I, I found it to be a little bit, I don't know if I would say a chore to get through because it definitely was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Like, it, it, it got my attention, but it didn't leave like i mean i will always re- i will always remember this movie but i will never remember what happened i don't know if that makes any sense like it made an impression well, he, on me i think but, that's the point yeah you're just watching people do fight moves and say lines and like see all these little clips yeah like, but it like i could too quickly for anything to really land and yeah i had a similar reaction to josh like i enjoyed that because i was just like what the hell is going on but you know yeah like an hour and 20 minutes felt like roughly four hours worth of film just because every yeah. five minutes is a completely different thing happening before we get into the the final rating for a chinese ghost story are there any favorite moments that y'all had Hmm. Uh, all of them? <laughs> Just the whole thing. So Your favorite moment out. was minute one through minutes well, bu- like seventy-two. <laughs> I just I, I opened up my phone and started writing down memorable lines because I was like, I'm not gonna remember like if five minutes pass, I'm not gonna remember what happened five minutes ago in this movie. <laughs> but I couldn't write them down fast enough because What did you write the, down? The line readings for ter- I wrote down Strike again, strike again. Yes. Using those long names so we forget them. <laughs> and then I wrote breaking that skeleton guy <laughs> because there's this moment where oh, he's yeah. in like a shop and like there's this couple and yes, one of them's like a they... skeleton and she starts like scratching underneath the skeleton. She's like, let me massage you. And he like crumbles to bits. Yeah, <laughs> she massaged him too hard. What? Yes, I remember that moment. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I wrote, I've got a boyfriend to live for. Yes, I've got a boyfriend to live for. Oh my God. That's one of the things we didn't even touch is the fact that her boyfriend is a guy whose name is freaking Mountain Evil. Um, Like, I looked that up (laughs) and I didn't see his name in the movie. And then in the Wikipedia synopsis, that's his name. It's like, yeah. Do they announce themselves as Mountain Evil? Or Mount Evil? Yes, Mountain Mountain Evil. Oh my god! <laughs> no abbreviations for me. Oh boy, Macklin, what about you? Any any favorite standout moments? Um, yeah, I would say that uh, one of the things that really stands out to me is uh, there's a point where uh, Redbeard, the good guy, uh, ghost hunter, uh, is fighting Ten Miles, uh, the virtually invincible, and White Cloud, who are the two monks, and they seem more powerful than him. And then in like the kind of laziest anime fight writing ever, or maybe I think it's lazy because I'm used to things like Dragon Ball Z or Seven Deadly Sins, where like fights take like three episodes and nothing is done quickly. Yes. Redbeard just 
says, all right, guys, we have one shot of this. All of my power, all at once. <laughs> and then shoots oh, yeah. kind of the dragon. He, what does he call it? Yeah, like a perfect really... energy ball? Yeah, perfect yeah, energy ball. Really telegraph all their all their moves. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Um, I... Uh, yeah, there's I mean, so many things. I also enjoyed, this is a small little thing, uh, how terribly inconsistent they are about the effects of falling. Um, like, in addition to the whole flying, I can't fly thing when this woman's being held high up, there's like three or four <laughs> times where Ning falls from like hundreds of feet in the air and like survives just because like he gets caught in a branch or because like you know just because like sometimes he just lands really hard on the ground after he's fallen a distance that should kill him and i just yeah, like that right. this film creates these stakes where it's like that is certain death oh no he better not fall from there and then it's like ah eh, no i guess it was fine for him to fall the from there. fall damage is is very inconsistent yeah my, i would say my f- one part i mean i a, a lot of the parts that y'all have mentioned i'm i'm now re-remembering but probably my favorite part, or the part that stood out to me the most, is at the end when he like, when Ning just steals the baby that he thinks is the ghost <laughs> that he's in love with that reincarnated as a boy, and he he just like steals it away, and the they his ex girlfriend and the ex girlfriend's new husband are both like, wait a minute, what? And then he like runs to the river, and then the new or the new husband, just absolutely beats the shit out of him and the entire time he's like and this one's for me and this one's for my wife and this one's for the baby and this one's just because and like he has this really weird voice and i'm like what the what is happening right now they spend he does kind of look like a frog he kind of looks like one of the frog things from spirited away um (laughs) like one of the people who's working at the bathhouse and and he just I mean, they spend way too much time him beating the shit out of this guy. <laughs> and then just walking away, and then he, and then they look back, and he looks like Ning is going to jump into the river, and they're like, don't do it, kid! And it's like, you just almost murdered him. <laughs> and also, he's jumping like eight feet. They're like, no, yeah, no they... don't do it. And it's like, he's jumping like eight or ten feet into water. <laughs> it's not a suicide. Oh, my um, God. They, they oh, also must be so depressed. <laughs> They also like uh, the baby thing is fascinating because as far as we know, watching the movie, like three days have passed since his girlfriend broke up with him, and apparently she's yeah, already married right. and has a baby. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Damn, Macklin it's, is it's... so his brain is so fast. He's like one oil. One oil. He's like one oil. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, Evan. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, all right, boys. I think it's about that time that we give 1997's A Chinese Ghost Story, the Sui Hark animation, a rating of either Be Kind and Rewind or Eject and Reject. Macklin. Or, no, let's do let's do Josh. Well, let's have Macklin You want to do Macklin? All right, all right. It's his episode. Macklin, do you give A Chinese Ghost Story, the Sui Hark animation... Be kind and rewind or eject and reject? I would say be kind, rewind, but if you indulge in any recreational drugs or if you even just have any like day-to-day prescriptions that make things a little trippier, (laughs) this is a good one to do that with. Um, I did not, and the whole time I was thinking, like, wow, this, uh, this would be the type of thing that would be quite a trip if someone were high. Yes. 
Do you think you'd be able to follow it, though? That's very true. You probably wouldn't. I mean, were you able to follow it anyway? I mean, I wasn't able to follow it so stone cold sober. <laughs> I don't think you're sober. watching things when you're stoned, when you're, when you're, you're high. You're not tr- following it for the story. I mean, I guess that's true. Yeah, okay. Well, that's, that's fair enough. So, so you're a be kind of rewind, asterisk. If drugs, then yes. Um, Josh, what do you think? I absolutely give this a be kind and rewind. There are like two other movies that were like my favorite. Let's all get high and sit around the couch and watch a movie and just like die laughing. I think it was like Crank Two High Voltage. Oh yeah, a VHS, oh, yeah. Crank a VHS two. of yeah, a VHS uh, that was the best of Kate Bush's music videos, <laughs> and I think I think. <laughs> I think this is going to make the roster because re- it's so fun and bizarre. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Those things are so fun. It, I just, it was, I am going to bring this into a situation where like we need to watch, because you know you're going to have one where you're like with friends and you need to choose a bullshit movie. Like I would absolutely choose this. This is so fun and so weird. <sighs> it makes no sense. You're not getting anything critical out of it, but oh my God, is it a blast? Well, I I hate to be <laughs> I hate to be the party pooper, but it, and yeah. it it may just be like the stage where I'm at in life, where like I have I have a niece and a nephew, and you know if one day Morgan and I decide to breed, like a lot of times that's how I think about these movies. Is like would I show this to a kid? Like is this something that I could handle them watching? Because you never know with kids, like. Sometimes they just love absolute garbage movies and you're forced to watch it every day for, you know, seven months. Well, look how Macklin turned out. Like, that that's an indication. That's fair. <laughs> well, but he wasn't a child. He was like, well, no, actually, how old were you, Mac, when this when you were watching Probably it? Because like it came out in 97. would be my guess when I started yeah, watching it. Yeah, I don't or, think I watched it or, right when it came out. Yeah, 10 or 12, you're still pretty... I mean, And also, Macklin is, is, you know, he's way older than his actual age so i don't know what that means <laughs> he was reincarnated you were reincarnated and you that's why you're so fascinated hammers. with the idea of it because you avoided the void hammers in your last life macklin was solid gold the whole time. the whole time <laughs> <laughs> so I, I that's how i think about these kinds of movies is like could i stand that like how aggravating would that be and so I, I guess I give it an eject. Oh God, just give it an yeah, just give it an eject and reject. Jesus Christ. Okay, excuse me. I give it an eject and reject. <laughs> right, that's the end of the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I was ever. Well, born. I just, I could feel it coming. I just wanted you. To, I just wanted you to have it. <laughs> are we all still friends? <laughs> no, uh, Macklin and I are clearly on one side of like a line here, <laughs> and we're like edging that. away from you. <laughs> I can feel you both are like. We're gonna talk yeah, about this after. Yeah, Josh and I are currently like texting. Yeah, we, about, we like, got another June call after this. Then we're gonna oh, we're gonna watch okay. this. <laughs> yeah, June twenty twenty. We're gonna watch it in the past. <laughs> June twenty twenty. Oh boy! All right. Yeah, we got reincarnated into watching this movie. Well, so I so I guess uh, in Macklin, this is part of the podcast. We we always say, you know, if you have a recommendation for what people should watch, 
either as well as this movie or maybe instead of this movie? Is there anything that, that you think that comes to mind? Um, well, you guys already mentioned, you know, some of the Miyazaki films. Um, and I think that, you know, to me, that would be uh, a, a given. I think that, like, you know, since you already mentioned Spirited, Spirited Away, I'd go with, like, Castle in the Sky would be another good kind of, like, trippy yeah. adventure Miyazaki film that, you know... Uh, that one's underrated. Very underrated, yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with any Miyazaki film, pretty much. Uh, if you want a sort of wild adventure with a whole bunch of stuff going on that's, you know, a little visually more like even than this and, you know, tells a little bit more of a consistent story. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree with that. I, I always I always advocate for a cat, re- the cat returns, because that one I feel like is criminally underwatched. Um and has a lot of moments in it where you're like, what the hell is going on? You've also got Tim Curry, who's playing the Cat King. So that's really fun. Um, Josh, I'm never going to not ask you. No, just watch this movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you don't want to watch Mac, it. every week I it. ask him for a recommendation for something else. And he always... I have. Like, I sometimes do. You have. But but never when you... I mean, you are consistent in that, like, if you say, be kind of rewind this, then, you know. Um, all right. Well, well, that's it for our podcast, folks. Macklin, thank you again so much for introducing this movie to us and for being on the podcast. Um, do you have anything that you want to, like, plug or promote or... Or is Uh, that beneath you? No, in lieu of plugging or promoting anything, I'll just mention to kind of close the circle on our Smash Bros. conversation at the beginning, that at one point in the film, I don't know if you guys (laughs) caught this, uh, Ten Miles and White Cloud summon what appears to be Master Hand to destroy a ghost. Yes, (laughs) they did! (laughs) Oh, I might have missed that part. Oh, they did summon Master Hand. Okay, so... So this so movie is canon. I'd like to plug canon. Master Hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd say that's a pretty OP character. I think we could all get on. We can definitely. I mean, yeah, Master Hand is the is the. You actually get to play as Master Hand in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Really? Yeah, if you go all the way through the uh, the the story mode of that game. Did you ever get to that part, Macklin? No, I don't think Spoiled. I. Spoiled. Um. Well, again, thank you, Macklin, for being on the podcast. We love you. Um, we would love to have you back one day. Would you? I'm going to ask you on air. Would you come back? Eject, reject. No, yes, I'd love to come back. <laughs> <laughs> and he hangs up the phone. <laughs> yeah, what if that? He just hung up the phone, stopped recording, and we were like, Mac, Mac? you just never heard from me again. <laughs> That was it. This is the only thing I have to remember you by. 15-year friendship over. How dare you not like a Chinese ghost story. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, thank you again. Thank you to Macklin and Josh. Are you ready to give the people their weekly song? Uh, Macklin Zilber, Macklin Zilber. He's a boy and he can sing Godzilla really well. Listen to tapes, tapes, tapes. Ugh. I'm, yeah, I, I'm not, I never prepare for him. <laughs> well, that was a good one, though. All right, everybody. We'll what see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.